Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I know that there are people outside in the overflow. Right from the door, I bless you very much at the entrance. And we appreciate very much. Thank you indeed. What a blessed hour in the history of the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's as though everything has boiled up this hour. And this is the hour that was so long awaited. Many of the servants of the Lord long so much that they would live to see this hour to see that blessed and perfected generation that gets to prepare the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. In other words, you can say this is the grand finale. The grand final. And there is no better time in the history of the earth at which to be born again. At which to be a Christian. Because now the kingdom of God is near. And only the church now takes the center stage and lead all the nations with this wonderful God of heaven. Yehovah. Because these are the days before I begin, allow me just uh, to, to, to ventilate on this. Before, uh, I'm saying, because these are the days when you are attending a conference here and seated in that congregation is a day decomposing crops. When I think these are historic times, and so, at this hour, as we begin this mighty, mighty message, I want to bring to you today. You begin to right away realize that at this time, the Lord has now established. He has centered it and established it. That only the religion of the cross is the one that can lead people to hope. To hope beyond the grave. Hallelujah. We have now established it. We saw the Muslim young man, my son, coming forward and say, It is not that I heard or I read. 
Who I watch when I want to see me something. I have been here. And I saw it all. That is what he said. I have seen it all. And for that matter, I have decided to come to you to lead me to this Jesus you are talking about. So this is the hour. And which is so critical and so powerful to be born again. Because now the Lord is using the church. And I began the nations into the glorious kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. So blessed people, I know there is so much we could share on what has been happening these past two days. But I always believe that as you go back to your nation, you're able to take a sabbatical, some, take some leave, and look at and reflect back at all that you saw and witnessed. And then at that time, meet some people, meet your church. Go to the conference of pastors, the workshop of the word. And tell them what you have said. And sometimes you can even run a slideshow or a video or whatever it is you have. And tell them this is what the Lord is doing in the house now. And when you get to do that, then the Lord takes the revival. And he infects, he makes an infection, he infects the whole church in that area. And then people hunger for more. This is the reason you are here, to be disciple, to be empowered, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I know also that at this place we have many church leadership from all over the world. I may not call you by name, but I want to say that I appreciate your presence here. I was not able to see Pastor Kasha or someone Kasha. Only now I saw him and I'm like, oh, just a moment. Samuel Kasha is here. The Lord bless you, my son. Thank you so much. And the man there. Thank you so much. I may not mention all the names. But I know that we have signature leadership from all over the world here. I still believe we can do another meeting in Malpensa. And even revisit Radio Emilia and many other towns. May the Lord bless you. And all other leaders from all over the world, right? Cameroon, now, listen, people. Why do I come to you? 
Why has the Lord sent me to you now? At this hour, in the history of the church. And so I want to walk you stepwise into a very critical message. A very critical message that will help uh, to nourish you, empower you, and prepare you. And prepare you uh, for the glorious coming of the Messiah. And I want to welcome those who are tuned in uh, on TV. Because I know that we are now global actually. We are global on this telecast. And I know that this TV station does broadcast has a strong footprint in West Africa also. Yes. Angazia maina pimerusha katika nyanja za magaribi pia. Na inafika pata magaribi ya Afrika. Magaribi ya Afrika. So, as a strong footprint in West Africa and global, of course. Inafika katika nyanja magaribi pia ya Afrika na pia kote kote ulimunguni. There is a message. Kunao uchumbe. That the Lord has sent me here with. Amba ufana menituma na wahapa. And I'm going to unveil it stepwise because of just how critical this message is. And then navigate you to the instruction the Lord is giving the church. But when you catch it, the kingdom of God is yours. Hallelujah. And so we don't go through this together. Now, blessed people, among the many conversations regarding the coming of the Messiah, I want to share one which is so critical, looks quite obvious, but very powerful and deep. I want to talk about the visitation. Of January 15, last year. I know today we are ending 2018. But I want to talk about the visitation of January 15. The year 2017. So I will handle the prophecy and then I will move in to give uh, the partial fulfillment, the one part fulfillment and then talk to you about what is to come. Hallelujah. And those of you who can write write as much as you can because this has come directly from the throne of God Almighty and it is for you, it's for the church. 
ni kwa ajili ya ndokwaji ya kanisa ni kwa ajili ya mataifa kwa basi watu wabarikiwa ikiwa mtanitazama kwa kitambo kidogo so that night of January 15 the Lord Yahweh the God of our Lord Jesus Christ he came to me to speak with me and when he came to speak with me he came to speak with me about the glorious coming of the Messiah and that is the conversation that right now sits at the center of the heart of every Christian the glorious coming of the Messiah and how can I prepare and so in that conversation at night and as you focus on me now the Lord lifted me up above here and China is here I want to mention very slow on this so the, because China finally is in the house uh, the Lord lifted me up above the earth yes, so I was above the earth and I was a little bit different I was a little larger than I look today and then he made me look left and down I am up here he makes me look left and down and when I look left and down I saw a phenomenon a powerful phenomenon and this is what I want to share here it was so powerful to see it I saw the church. Let me put it better. I saw human beings. I saw the church. Human beings. I saw them at the exact moment when they left the sorry, left the ground. So that was very stunning for me. You could call it that I saw the moment of lift off when they lifted off the ground. And so I saw the moment when they left the ground and as they left the ground I am still looking left and down. So they went in this direction. They went in this direction. That was so powerful because I could see what looked like strength. It looked like white strength. And, and I thought in that moment when I saw I thought these strings were pulling them I saw white strings pull, okay, pulling them let me just say so pulling them up and then 
When they came up, to the level where I was, look now, they were passing right before me here, and then they turned right. They had to turn, they turned right. And as they turned right, now they passed right across me here, in front of me here. And when they went, there, there was a huge cloud that appeared here. Huge, huge cloud. And sometimes I may not describe the size of operatives and so forth. That's very huge. Whether to say it was the size of the earth, or I, I don't have that real perception, is it perceptible in terms of this conversation to translate into the earthly metrics, the measurements of the earth? And so, turning right, and then now the huge cloud in front of them. And as they faced this huge cloud, look at this now. I noted a few things that I would like to share with you people here in Greater Gap. Number one, I could see the garment, the, 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 the basic irreducible common denominator. I don't know how to put that better. I could see what is common among them, their identity. And that was the garment they wore. Whether it was Chinese, or African, or American, or Latin American, I was not able to tell. I was not able because they were the same Hallelujah. And so, and I know that should speak to you quite a bit right now as I begin the message. As if there is one standard. So, and finally, white and glorious. And then they had a turban. They also had a turban, white yeah. one that covered and flowed in the, at the back. And then their hands are what you would think were wings. And yet it was simply another cloth connecting here to here. So you could almost see a flower. And so I saw them crossing in that dressing. And what amazed me, which I want to share here before I get into the thick of this now, is that I saw at some of them at one point with their children and families like this. Yes. 
Because I always understand that one man for himself, every person for themselves. But I never understood that he said that when this revival comes, a deeper infiltration, dimension of family revival. So yes, it is true. You can enter heaven with your wife and your children and your cousins and your uncles as a family. Yes, it is true. But the standard is one. If you receive the standard, you have the same opportunity to enter eternity. Because it shocked me. I saw them with their children. All in heaven entered. But as they moved closer to the cloud, this huge big cloud, in the cloud you see visiting here most of the time. So now, as they were about to enter, then a door opened. The cloud opened. So all this is spectacular. All this I'm describing is very spectacular to see. Because you can imagine really people leaving the soil. And then you can imagine same garment, white shining all of them. And then he makes you definitely know that this is the rapture of the child. So it's very spectacular, it's very shocking. You're like, wow, I am seeing this thing. This is the event. But now, as they were coming to enter to the cloud, the cloud opened the door. That was spectacular too. This is how the cloud opened the door. It was, it was sloping, beloved. It was sloping. It was, not, it was not like like vertical and then open. It was going like this. So open. All of a sudden, you saw the cloud look like this. But open like this, and then it was sloping. It was not like this cloud and open like this. No, it was a cloud that was like this, and then this one and open. To the extent that now, as they began to enter, then I was shocked. Glorious stairs appeared. Glorious stairs appeared. And all along, I was not able to see their feet. 
Because the garment is quite long. It's a long holy garment. But now, when they are just about to enter the midst of the midst to step on the glorious earth, then I was able to see. I said, wow, they have glorious feet. So I saw the glorious feet of the glorious church step on the glorious hair of the glorious kingdom of Italy. I saw it's a phenomenon. So it's really stunning. Now I see their feet are glorious. They step on the glorious steps. They step on the glorious steps. And they were entering. They were entering heaven. Amazing. And so, as they were entering, let me describe this prophecy first. This is the prophecy. Then I'll come to the part fulfilled that I took place this year. When God lowered the stairs, we were having this prophecy. Then I'll talk to you what part, what half of it is yet to be fulfilled. But listen to this As they were now touching the glorious stairs of eternity, they were touching the glorious stairs of everlasting life. Life that has no end. They were finally making it in. And so, as they were touching the stairs with their feet, because the way they don't open. From one point, I could see that wow, I cannot see their knees anymore. The next thing. Now at the waist level, I can only see this now. The next thing, only the shoulders. The next thing, their heads. You can imagine for yourself. Their heads. And then going. They going. And disappeared so it was spectacular, but it was also very sobering in terms of the church. But hey boy, oh girl, this thing is not a joke. And they come and when a particular people, a particular people, will actually just like a joke like that. All of a sudden, we take it up and disappear here and enter. So there is a great reality of this also. And so listen to this now. 
So they entered. But still I observed certain things. Before that door closed. Because finally the door will close. But I observed. But this particular people. That were entering heaven eternity. These people were walking. And it's amazing because if you see how they left the soil, it's in the, the ground. It's as though they were following a particular path because they were not going to this way. And so it's really amazing that they are walking. Maybe I could say, five or six people, whatever they were, they were going in that direction. You could call it single, not single file, but that kind of walking. But these people, look at this now. As they were walking on this journey and entering, never did I see any one of them to the church of Christ, to the nation. And so, I get that prophecy. It's on the way. It's, it's, it's labeled January 15. We don't trace them there. We go live on radio and then it's immediately posted. So it is there. January 15, 2017. January 15, 2017. January 2017. January 2017. January 2017. I was giving that message already. And I could see that the whole globe was tuned in. And he sent me to talk about the book of Revelation chapter 11. And that specific conversation essentially set out 
ikaweka kwa sababu ningeweza kujisikia mwenyewe nikiumini
What did it look like to look at his handwriting? But now, yesterday with your cell phone, you recorded the handwriting of God and you posted on social media yesterday with your cell phone, you recorded two sons too. And you posted on social media. That's why the Lord is bringing an awakening on the hour. It cannot be useful. And so they recorded out here. And it began to go viral. So they are sending it everywhere. So now. Now that the prophecy of January 15 was given. And the fulfillment of the first half took place on March 11th. 2018, the year that is still here, we have not finished it. We have not even got out, gotten out of this year. What is the message to the church? What is the message to you that is still in my teaching today? What is Jehovah saying to you, beloved one? First of all, I want to tell you that I was shocked that he actually did that. Because if you listen to the prophet, the prophet is proper. There is a chronology of that prophet. And that chronology is this. That he lifts me up about the earth. So listen to this now. That is, this is the chronology. He lifts me up about here. Then I look Then I see the church lifted up. In other words, the rapture of the church. And after that, then I see the entry, the stairs appear when she's about to step her feet, she's entering first. And when they appear. So you saw the chronology. When the Lord reversed the order and lowered the stairs, even I he shocked me. I sit back. I sit back. Why has he reversed it now? He shocked me. He shocked me. 
Because the message is clear, it's about the end of the church. In other words, this is the kind of message you give the prophecy and you walk away. And you say, that saves the Lord. And you walk away to the next country. Why? Because I'm saying, the stairs are clear when she has been wrapped. But for him to show them, to a generation, I cannot believe in discussing this. I cannot believe Because, how? How can we think? Peru. Na Lima, Peru. Mm -hmm. When 
na unaweza ukasema kwamba alipoonyesha ile alituma kwa la kanisa nafasi inafanyika kuwa ni ushina kuu it becomes central inakuwa ya kati that is really how to prepare the church hiyo ndio kwa kweli chinsi ya kujalaa kanisa but can you allow me a little bit to derive it for you so you may get a broader picture lakini je unaweza kuniruhusu nikawaletee ili mpate kuopata ile picha taswira kubwa in other words that you may be able to see the complete paradigm of god ili kwa maneno mengine mkaone mpangilio kamilifu wa mungu because otherwise kwa sababu la asilio you could tell me the message is obvious unaweza kuniambia kwamba uchunga ni wa kawaida you saw the stairs uliona gazi and you saw the church climbing and entering na uliona kanisa likipanda na kuingia the stairs have now come gazi sasa zimekuja that means the rest we can feel it again. Hiyo yamaanisha kwamba mapigo hayo mengine yanaweza kujazia mwenyewe. And that means that soon we are going to enter. Na hiyo yamaanisha kwamba ipi kaikuni itakwenda kuingia. Kwa maneno mengine ipi kaikuni kanisa itakwenda kuingia. And that you put it that way and stop the message. Alafu naiweka namna hiyo na makomesha ujumbe. But I want to enrich you now that you come from as far as China. Kwa nataka nikaweze kuwapatia kwa utele kwa kuwa umetoka mbali kule Uchina. From Finland. Kutoka Finland. You come from the Nigeria. Kaka wakaenda kuja. Then allow me just there go deeper into this. I reenrich you and establish you to the core of instruction. Niruhusu nikaingia katika bibidi kwa hii ili nikaweze kuwatajirisha katika uhusiano na china kuu la ujumbe. So listen the other people focus on me now. Unisikilize watu wanadamani mkinilenga. I said, nilisema, if you see the way they were walking, ukiona jinsi ambavyo walikuwa wakitembea, they were following a walikuwa wakifuata njia fulani. They were on a certain path. Walikuwa katika barabara fulani. And without a doubt, that is the path that leads to the glorious kingdom of eternity. So I'll just read a little bit to, to stir you up and then get into it, right? I'll read a little bit to stir you up. If, you see that my voice is not right on the... Alleluia!
in the west and they take up their places at the feast with Abraham Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven and it goes on in verse 12 to say but the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown out outside into the darkness where they will be weeping and the gnashing of peace. Can I explain a little bit? Because our Lord Jesus had been struggling with Israel. They were not able to call him my Lord. In other words, they're quite a difficulty recognizing him. That this is the Lord. That this is the Messiah. They were running into difficulty to recognize the Messiah. And then, Many times you heard when he was approached for prayer, prayer. Lord, pray for my son, pray for my child. He said, no, no. I am only sent to the Lordship of Israel. So he was really focused on them in his mission. Sent to them. But running into difficulty. You cannot receive the message except you recognize the messenger. Look at the story of Kenya. When the Lord Open their eyes to be able to see the messenger and recognize him. Then now the messenger would bring heaven down here. Hallelujah. And so this is the basic problem the Messiah had run into. Listen to this problem. So as he is gambling around and mechanicing around with them to try to navigate them. To bargain with them, debate with them on this matter. Then all of a sudden, he runs into somebody, a pure atheist. He runs into a beggar. Somebody that when the parents were raising him up. When the parents were raising him up. They never held his hands and took him to the synagogue. They never did that. He was essentially trained more. And then, based on that uh, the extremity of his hands, 
you will then have created a hundred centurion. You will oversee a battalion of a hundred. And if you understand well, the Roman emperors were always considered as inhabitants of all deity. So that was his appeal. It is When Jesus is trying to convince the Hebrew people that were raised in the synagogue. Every Shabbat, when they are young, the parents walk them to the synagogue, synagogue and read the Torah and teach them the word of God. But now when the Messiah comes to them, they are not able to recognize him. So when Jesus was running into this difficult then he runs into this atheist called the centurion. And this guy, he says big words. He says things like, Lord, my servant is sick of policy. My slave, and is tormented, is about to die. When I understand that, I see that his approach to Jesus was essentially to ask the Messiah to cast them. He goes there. Any of you, the, the honorable member of parliament, if, if now, if Jesus had appeared and came to you and said, that prayer was you said, I want to come home and hear that child. You would have done. You go prepared at home. The Messiah is coming to your home. But the centurion says, he says, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. So Jesus means some fear of God. He wants the Hebrew people to call him Lord. They are refused. If this pagan calls him Lord, Lord, He was not worthy to speak to him. He 
wanaenda kuzungumza na Mesia kwamba astahili yeye kuzungumza naye. Lakini sikiliza hii. This brother, huyu mtu kafiri, is able to recognize anaweza kutambua that he used to worship the emperor. Kwamba alipokuwa akiabudu mfalme. Worship the Roman emperor. Abudu utawala wa Kirumi. Mfalme wa Kirumi. Na pali magaribi jinsi libyo, mani mapojua ni natuwa. And they'll come. 
and pass some people that are struggling with issues of entitlement. And pass you by. And go like this. And talk like this. And the I simply wanted to start this to study you up a bit so that we can start. What am I saying here? There is a way, it's crazy. Dr. Pietro. Dr. Pietro. Who is he? Thank you, I bless you, I bless you. But it's so powerful. It is very mighty, thank you. Thank you. Let me see you. So it's very mighty because now he's describing a way, a way that some people will be following that way, whether from China or from the West. In that way, if you walk it, they will come like that. And like that. And face the ground. To open. Do you think what is happening there is a divine but can I begin the message now because we're running out of air time we're going for 40 minutes so listen to the message now I say I want to develop for you a power in a global, a bigger picture that when now I will touch on the stairs you will understand why now what is the Lord lowering the stairs now? What is the message? Listen, listen. I have said there is a way, a road. Now, right away, that will be the book of Genesis chapter 324. That we may begin the message of the Lord. Oh, I wish I can have one week with you people. If you have got some time, the time is so constricted, right? Genesis chapter 3, verse 23, 24, if you so wish. 24 is my main object here. And this is what it says, um, Verse uh, 23, 24. I can read both. You can read one and one. Let me just read as the Lord did say, right? Are, are you with me? Yes. 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 Because I'm not denying the message. This is what he says now as we begin the message. Verse 23 of Genesis chapter 3. 
He says, So the Lord God banished him from the garden of Eden to walk the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the garden of Eden the rubin and the flaming sword. Flashing back and forth. To guard the way to the tree of life. That is where I wanted to bring you that there is a way. So when God created the church, Adam and Eve, the church, God Almighty, he had a, 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 a framework, he had a blueprint for the creation of us. He wanted to follow. That when man walks in righteousness, he will not see them. That when man walks in total obedience to God, he will not see them. And that's why you see, in the initial design, there was no death. But look at this now. When man disobeys God, when man sins against the Lord, then now you see that the Lord throws him out. Look at this now. And God runs. God is on the run. God runs. He says, let us run. Close the gate that lead to the way, the way, the way. Let us close the gate that leads to the way to the tree of life. Are we together now? So, there is a way that leads to the tree of life. And God sent it out in such a way that when they had obeyed, if they had obeyed, they would have walked straight where the tree of life is. Let me tell you what happened. They would have been abolished. Right from the beginning. But because they said, 
Now that way was closed. And you know very well that inside where the tree of life is, that's where God's father is. For, for me, I can share so much with you about that because a lot of things are involved in Congress. It's amazing. Where the tree of life is where God the Father is. It's very powerful. Hallelujah. But listen to this now. The door is closed. And now, between, between mankind and God, there is a between God and man, now there is the wrath of God, judgment. I want to see that picture. Okay, now, can everybody focus here now? He said, He has created man. The way he created him was for eternity. And now, the way he knows, so there is a crisis. God has to address this. Because now, close. The way to eternity. Can you walk with me step by step? I'm running out of time. If you go into the same book of Genesis, focus on me now, focus on me. The same book of Genesis, chapter 3, you see at one point, God walking like this, and you hear him saying, that when they heard, they heard the footprints, the footsteps of God. They had the footprints of God coming towards them. They ran away. And when they ran away, if you listen to the conversation that ensues, you hear, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? He said, No, I heard you walking and I ran away. And he says, wow, you hit yourself. Just tell me, did you eat from that tree? So now, God Almighty can see that. He is only present. But look at this now. That walking towards fallen man. That is the genesis of the grace. Because God is walking towards his fallen children. And for me, I always read, even this morning I read it. And I was amazed. He said, no. 
They have disobeyed you. And then, you decided to walk towards them. How? Why? Why? Let me explain to you. That's why there is a problem in the church. Because the reason you walk towards that is because of the power of compassion. Tell me. Did you eat from that tree I told you not to? Yes, Father. It is the woman that gave me his two pieces to The woman, did you touch this thing? Yes, yes, my Lord, it's a snake that led you. The power of confession. That God was now able to advance towards them. And help them. But this thing you see in the church today. Where you come and tell them. Repent. Repent. Repent and turn away from sin. Me and born again. There is a problem. There is a problem. Because here you see the power of confession as how it came back to mercy and grace. Hallelujah. And then after that, that is when now we hear God the Father laying out Genesis 3 to 10. Where he talks about the offspring, the son of a woman would now come and do battle. Let me not take it for granted. We are on TV. There are people who may not know the scripture. Let me read it, right? Genesis 3. Yeah, it is right there. Chapter 15. He says, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers, he will crush your head, and he will strike his heel. He starts to talk about the cross. But now he is going to bring the Messiah. And the Messiah would crush, would fight the enemy. And crush him. But look at this now. As he's doing so, he's also defining for us a very powerful principle, right? He said the Christian salvation will be won. Maintains two humanities, if you so will, two humanities. One humanity is going down like this, and another like this. So, he says that there will be a perpetual and eternal conflict. 
What has life got to do with that? Che, Giza inafanya nini na nuru? What has the temple of God got to do with the life? Che, hekanu na nini? Ila na mungu, ila usiano gani na mungu? What fellowship can there be between life and that? Che, kunaweza kuwa na ushika gani? Kati ya nuru na Giza. He separated out the church. So right from the beginning, that I will bring the Messiah, he will go to the cross, he will be bruised. But he crushed the devil on the cross. And then he says, Now those that follow Jesus, They cannot mix their life with darkness. So as the prince of the Messiah, You can already see the principle, The fundamentals. Can I move on now? Now, Again, I'm simply saying, that those steps, those people were following the way that led there. And I know of that way from Genesis, the way that leads to where the Father is, the tree of man. So I know that way. But it was close. So I'm saying, I want to be deep with you and derive it for you. That at the end when I give you the message, you are deep. Because you say, it is close. Verse 15, it talks about the Messiah. You can read, just take the book of Genesis and just read it. You can see the chronology. And then when you go down now to verse 21, then you hear this. He now introduces what is the theme of our conversation. 3.21 he says, he says, the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. That is the reason we're here. Because now you can tell the foretelling of the garment of righteousness. You can tell about Isaiah 61 verse 10, the garment of salvation. Then now, he is able to engage with man. And if you want to be deeper, you can also say that this was now the, 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 the starting, the beginning of blood sacrifice. Let me put it better. The beginning of the worship of the blood. So, no, no, no. Listen, listen. You say it is closed. But I'm beginning to walk with you. 
He began to talk about the sacrifice, the sacrifice, the sacrifice. And then now, it is amazing that when the moment arrives, he now sets up the law of the apartment for sin. With the Messiah himself comes and fulfills. But he must stand outside the city gate to sanctify the inside of the city. To sanctify the people inside the city. He says that the Messiah came from heaven. He traversed the gates of heaven and he came to die outside here. But he may sacrifice the inside. Every time he walks by, and we found somebody crucified outside the city. You asked, Oh, this person is a rapist. Or a robber with violence. A murderer. But whatever it was, it gave you a clear understanding of what is not acceptable inside this city. He came out of heaven. Cross the gates of heaven. Died out here. That he may give you access back to the tree of life. Now, why would he do that? The reason he's compelled to do that is because of the borrowing. In God's own creation of man, he created man to live for eternity. We were not for full of time. He said, the way he created the church, if you listen to Jesus, when Jesus was walking on the earth, every time he was saying, turn up for yourself treasures in eternity, when one of the grass and robbers can steal, but don't store up for yourself treasures here on the earth. When a robot will come and steal you, that's the story. Jesus was always focusing humanity on to eternity with God. That is the nature of creation of the church. And that's why he was compelled to correct it. Correct it with the closure. In other words, this life is temporary. Can you stop for a moment? We have only a few minutes. 